This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Like I said, everything up till game day will be will be very normal, except that I'm not in the building, and so you know. But I'll, I'll be running everything the same way because I'm the head coach. And as far as Sunday goes, we'll we'll play that by ear and see what happens. Welcome on in BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Thursday morning, Christmas Eve Eve here, as we're a couple days away from the holiday, and hope everyone out there is having a uh, a great week as we get ready for Christmas. Coming up later on the show, Eddie Gross of FanDuel and more ways to win. He'll join us, talk week 16 in the NFL, which begins tonight with the Titans and the 49ers. We'll break that game down in about 20 minutes. And Chuck Esposito, race and sportsbook director, Stations Casinos, also joins us in the 11 a.m. Eastern time hour today. Joe, we hear the voice of Nick Sirianni there. Um, whenever there's news now, unfortunately, we know what it is. It means someone has COVID. So Nick Sirianni, Eagles coach, uh, tested positive yesterday morning after the Eagles game on Tuesday night. He's going to work remotely the rest of the week. He's in a hotel somewhere. I saw Zoom. He was in a hotel somewhere in the Philadelphia area. And um, he seems to think maybe he could coach on Sunday. Maybe he can't. But this is not new, right? Kingsbury earlier this season. Cardinals beat the Browns. Uh, Stefanski on Monday out. Stefanski last year in the playoffs out. Sala might be out this week. This is we're used to this now, unfortunately. Another reason why uh, I've said just take in the information. Maybe you miss a move, but it's really a guessing game. If you're going to be on the right side of it, it isn't just handicapping games, handicapping sides, totals, all that. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen uh, w- with the health of people and if they're going to be there. And does that change how we feel about the Eagles? I would lean not right now, but um, it was kind of amusing. I got away from the phone, got away from the news for a couple hours yesterday afternoon, and I sent a message to someone just talking up the Sirianni 100 to 1, the response, Sirianni has COVID. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Ab- about a few hours after I placed the wager, yeah, um, <laughs> which, which I don't think it would impact if they go on a run. In, in fact, some people, some teams might, oh, some people might look at it and say, if he, if they were to make a run and went out, wow, he had his team ready to go. Or he did a great job with the organization of, of everything. So there is that possibility. But Joe G, happy Festivus, my friend. Happy Festivus for the I, rest I think of us. I think there's going to be an airing of grievances, and I'm not quite sure how that's different than any other day on BetQL Daily. Right? Yeah. It, Airing of the grievances is kind of like jail, except we don't have bars. We just say. If it, I was it's, thinking about that. I'm like, yeah. we should do an airing of grievances. I'm like, wait, we do this like every weekend, every single day on the show. <laughs> we we need an aluminum pole though, because we don't we don't use Christmas trees. We're our best of us. Yeah, it requires no decoration. That's right. T- tinsel's quite distracting. <laughs> but, is that uh, the most famous Seinfeld episode, all things considered? 
Like it Boy. comes up, it comes up yearly, right? Like the the finale of the episode of the se- of the show obviously became the most watched. And there's famous episodes, famous moments for characters. But I, like, I, anytime someone brings up that episode, they know the name of the episode. Festivus. Yeah. I don't know they, if anyone they, else does that. You instantly bring back lines from that episode. Right. I. That, that's funny because I happen to run into interviews with the cast around around the finale time and, and it's just interesting to look back and since then they've done interviews uh, in a public setting with all of them together I would say the contest I'm not saying yeah. it's the best yeah the, the I'm not saying it's is, the best right That's but the most everybody famous. knows yeah and I realized in one of those uh, interviews I was watching that really happened in Larry David's life he was involved oh, in one really of those, well you know George is based off him but that was a real story. Yeah, that was. <laughs> of course, it is. The other thing I would say is the contest yeah. happened. I think more in the peak time of the show. It was some. The contest was somewhere more True. towards the middle of the show. Festivus was towards the end, and and as a big fan of the show, I I thought the writing at the end of the show just kind of went off the rails. There were some weird episodes. Well, you know why? Larry you David. Know why? Larry yeah, David. He's gone. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that you're right. I think probably more people watch the contest, but Festivus has the tie-in around this time of year, right? It always exactly. comes up. Exactly. always comes up once a year. Yes, yes. Airing of the grievances. And if you watch the show, yeah, um, let's do the feats of strength today. Like, this <laughs> is the day for it. And, and you know what, what also helps it is today's the day for a lot of people. If they're not already on vacation, if they aren't already traveling, senioritis. Like mentally, they've completely checked out. Oh, We're, yeah. We have not. But a lot of people, they're already halfway out the door. And it's something fun to discuss and, and think back to and watch old YouTube clips of. Yeah, I mean, you say we haven't mentally checked out. I'm not, I'm over here searching yeah. Mr. Kruger, so I mean, I, maybe I did check out. <laughs> well, right. we'll be engaged for the next three hours. I can't guarantee that it'll be hardcore sports betting well, breaking down every. I mean, the inf- here's the thing: uh, this is our last show before the Week 16, all of the Week 16 games, right. not just the Thursday game. The information is going to change so much. So don't just listen to the podcast and then move forward with your bets. Uh, pay attention. There are some key Twitter accounts that you should be checking, look at, taking a look at with the COVID list and all that stuff. I mean, the, the Chargers stuff that was going down yesterday, boy, I looked at that. It, we'll do Survivor later on. That, oh, that's going to be a locked in play, double-digit favorite. Don't think I'm going to use them again. And then their most impactful player, player after player after player. The Chiefs news is going to change. Uh, as we break down these spreads and the look ahead compared to where it is right now and if those players are in, where it's going to go back to. So, yeah, I mean, there, there's so much so much to discuss today. There is, and uh, we'll have it all for you, and we'll get to some NFL news here. Quickly, you mentioned the Sirianni thing and um, the idea that, all right, maybe this could turn out to be a good thing. They win it, they went out, and he has the whole thing organized. I thought it was interesting. Yesterday I heard their defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, his press mm-hmm. conference. He basically said yesterday they have a they had a plan in place. They were ready. They have like a system of who's going to be in charge of what. Like they're not caught off guard. They put a plan in place for if the head coach gets COVID and, and can't coach. So that's, I mean, I guess that's part of what you have to do now, right? You have to be prepared. Who's calling like, the plays if he's not so there? So it's, it's going to be Shane Steichen, their offensive coordinator. But they have someone there. What are they called? Their passing game coordinator is going to be in charge of all the fourth downs decisions because he's the only one that's not a. Like, he's not in charge of anything on the re- <laughs> Yeah, Can you repeat his name again? Shane, I just, like, let it go. <laughs> Shane Steichen. He was the... He was, Steichen. Steichen. He was the... Um, 
I don't. That, I'm S- not gonna be able to Google that because I have no idea how to spell it. S T I E C H E N Steichen. He was the um, Chargers <laughs> offense coordinator last year with Anthony Lynn. So he he moves from the Chargers oh, okay. over to the Eagles. So uh, it does sound like a beer. I agree. Steichen. Wait, remind remind me. Was Lynn calling the plays with the Chargers or just when he went to Detroit? Yeah, I don't know who was calling call that last year. Okay. No, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm, but. I'm, if he was, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was uh, who was calling the plays, but I just think it was interesting, right? That they have a, a plan in place. I'm, I imagine a lot of teams do now. Like, all right, you're out. You can't be here. We can't scramble on a, on a Thursday. We got to be ready to go and put a practice together. So that's the big news on Sirianni. You mentioned the Chargers, Joe. Um, they have a lot. They're having a lot of issues right now. Two more players yesterday put on the Cobras, including Chase Daniel. Now, anytime I see one quarterback put on. I wonder about the quarterback room. So yeah. Herbert would be the one we all keep our eye on. But you're right. That that felt like a free, easy survivor spot for you. Chargers, Texans. And now it's like, mm. It's for people that's still alive, for the most part, unless you were able to save a top 10 team, it's Chargers or Eagles. Right. Chargers or Eagles. So that's a discussion we'll be having one later. Teams that's, without that's their coach. Yeah, that's a discussion I've been having in my head. A divisional matchup for the one, yeah. But Jake Fromm or Davis Mills, I mean, you're going against bad quarterbacks either way, so you, you feel pretty good there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, Jake Fromm, what are you? I guess, because you know what Glennon is. I would go with Fromm, actually. And you're trying to lose. You're not going to say that, but you're trying to lose for the better draft pick, and then you have two picks, hopefully, for them, for the Giants, top five, top six. And that could jumpstart a huge rebuild for you. Glennon's trash. He hasn't won a game in, I think it's actually seven years, if you look at it. Is it it really? Yeah. I think it's 2014. (laughs) That's so long. And it's not like one start either. By the way, (laughs) while 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 you mentioned Jake Fromm, do you know the last time that Jalen Hurts squared off against Jake Fromm? Oh, college, yeah. It was the game Tua came in for for Jalen and took the job over and won the national title. Wow. Yeah, that's so. That's the last time those two squared off. All right, the other big news yesterday was Lamar Jackson you know, did not practice. We were talking yesterday about the Ravens getting two and a half in Cincinnati. Like that game, whether it just be on the Ravens side or certainly on a teaser. What, what, what do you make of the Lamar thing? Is this just more caution? This reminds me of the Hurts thing a couple weeks ago, right? It's an ankle injury, mobile quarterback in and out of practice limited or not practicing and you kind of you don't know you don't know i wonder if tyler huntley playing well will give them pause hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 
you know, this isn't a this isn't Mike Glennon. This isn't a stiff. They have a backup. Yeah. They obviously can move the football with. I mean, if Lamar is ready, he plays. I'm not saying there's a they're not gonna, he's not the quarterback anymore. My point is, if Lamar is 75 percent, do you think they put him out there, or do they just say, we we got 100 percent Tyler Huntley here. We can move the football with him right now. I don't know. Um, hmm. that's a fair question. And my pause probably tells you everything. And by you posing the question says a whole lot about that scenario. Do you right. want a 100% Huntley offense playing well, they're scoring points, or do you want Lamar probably not going to be 100%? In a must win, in, in your season. I mean, they have yeah. to win this game. Yeah. Would, Would it change the have? way you bet the game? Well, let's throw it this way. If, if Huntley's in and it's not Lamar, because <clears throat> I think yesterday we talked about this and we said that it feels like the line is, is lined for Lamar to play. They're two-and-a-half-point underdogs. It feels like the books are projecting Lamar to play. Where does this number go without Lamar? Four? Four-and-a-half? What, what, what is the downgrade there? Yeah. it's I, No, it's not that much anymore because you're not getting peak Lamar. You're not right. getting Lamar on a, on a normal week. And, yeah, I, I don't know that it's that much. So how is it priced right now, do you think? We did go to three yesterday, which I found interesting. So that was clearly off the DNP, which threw me off because it sound, boy, this year is different. It's hard to get a read on where players are because you don't have media in the building. They're not talking to as many people. It feels like we're left in the dark. What sounds like, how many weeks were we saying, oh, Kyler's close, Kyler's close. So he missed this week. That means he's definitely in next week. Oh, he missed this week. He's, he's going to be in. Oh, no, he's out again. Oh, mm-hmm. here's the bye. So it's really tough to get a gauge on that. Especially we're, we're talking about mobile quarterbacks. They use their legs so much. It's, it's their game. So it's, it's a big thing there. Um, so Lamar didn't play. Chargers by the way, by the way, I, I've, I've got to get this off my chest before I forget. Okay. We're yeah. We're already Glennon's at the hearing of grievances. Four, That's good. Glennon's lost his last 14 games. Okay. He has not won since September. Tw- <laughs> Did he start this one? September 24th. 2017 according to football reference yes that was a start he was that was a start okay that makes sense because mitch started week five with 101 passing yards in that one quarterback win (laughs) lost 14 straight games he's played in well then i think the giants should start him the rest of the year so he could have an even 17 that's like that's like a full season now of just of of mike glenn losing football games yeah do you want to find mike glenn instead of course per Per win in Mike Glennon's career, he's earned about $5 million per win in his career. Oh, man. Oh, man. He, I mean, his agent deserves a medal. I mean, that guy's figured it out. Why? He's made over $30 it's, million, it, six wins in his, in his career, $5 million per win. He he six, even, wait, he's only won six football Six games? and 24. That's what I'm saying. Wait, really? Just six wins? One since 2014, <laughs> six and 24 overall. It's amazing. amazing. Wow. That guy. 18 guaranteed. Everybody else gave him like two or half. three. <laughs> who, who has a better agent, Chase Daniel or Mike Lennon? Or Ryan Pace. At least Glennon <laughs> plays. Yeah, but at least, Chase, at least Chase Daniel does his job, right? His job is to hold the clipboard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, and we could be off on this, but the sense is, He's good for the locker room. He's like an extra coach. You just don't want him yeah. actually playing in the game. What? Has anybody ever said that about Glennon? 
aside from he probably gives people confidence because he's so ugly. Like if you're standing next to him, you look like a beautiful man. That's Great why he's got me. paid all this money. <laughs> Mike Glennon career earnings just over thirty million. Chase Daniel career earnings just over thirty eight. Wow! Wow! It's amazing. Chase Daniels kind of had a Doug Peterson career. Remember Doug, that was Doug Peterson. He backed up Marino. He backed up Brett Favre. He was he backed up Donovan McNabb. He was everywhere for like twenty years. They just became a coach. That's like that's, he's like that backup. Everyone likes him. That's what you do. Yep. Man, Jordan Palmer. All, a lot of the times, backup quarterbacks are the best interviews and the best coaches too. Well, they see everything. They're in everything. Kind of like catchers with baseball. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like Joe Girardi, right? A catcher that played for all those years. I mean, a lot of these catchers became. Good manage. Um, last thing we didn't mention mm-hmm. here: Tennessee upset Arizona last night. College basketball. Every time there's a good college basketball team, everyone thinks it's going to like take off for a while. No, yeah. they lose. That's been the whole season. You're right. And every time we have a college basketball guest, they tell us how much they love Arizona. There's still value on Arizona. So I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are thinking maybe there will get some value on the futures market if you liked Arizona and you felt the number was gone. I, you might want to hold off a little bit. On FanDuel, they're the seventh favorite at 21 to 1. These wins that they've compiled, they haven't faced anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight of their 11 wins, teams outside the top 100 on Ken Palm. They've got UCLA and USC next. Ken Palm thinks they're going to lose three in a row here, and that is a possibility. Then you might get some decent value. Yeah, that might be the time to jump on. On the other side, we will jump into week 16 in the NFL. We got a game tonight. We just finished week 15. Now we're starting week 16. We got a game tonight. Niners, Titans, we'll give our thoughts. Coming up next on the Beck UL Network.